Welcome to the Fearless Women's Podcast, where Dr. Madeline Turner aims to motivate women who are stuck in their lives to shift their mindset and change their behaviors so they can regain their power and achieve the life they truly desire. And now, here's your host, Dr. Madeline Turner. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to the Fearless Women's Podcast with Dr. Madeline Turner, the Fearless Women's Mentor. And I am excited to be here and recording this episode for you all today. If you are tuning in and you're enjoying the podcast, please rate it, please share it. That's how other women get exposed to it. And just going to dive in today. You know, when the year 2021 started, I like to kind of like think about not like New Year's resolutions or anything, but like what's my what's calling to me for like the year and like what do I want like my word and my focus to be and I had decided that this year for me was going to be the year of radical self-love and you know when I those words had came to me and I had accepted them and affirmed them I don't think I had any clue on <laughs> what the journey would be and what that would look like. And I mean, we're only like a quarter into the year on what it's looked like thus far, but that is part of the journey, right? So I do want to say like, you know, I'm very firm believer in energy and and manifesting and asking for what you want and, and anything being impossible. And with that, taking that step into radical self love, you know, what I, one of the things I had done in the beginning of the year and continue to do is I had really changed my intention behind meditation and wanting to manifest different things and what that looked like. And I started putting that energy out and I started to try to try to really sit in that space. And I was asking the universe for, you know, clarity and direction and to help me see these things and to move on on my path. And I want to say that when you do ask the universe and you're ready to listen, she will answer and I would like to preface or say that it might, that answer might look nothing like what you wanted it to look like. And that's really hard. It's okay, but it is really fucking hard when that situation happens. At least it was for me. And I think I knew deep down inside um, the things I had been asking for for a while and what the universe was pointing me in had been there, but I wasn't ready. And when I was finally ready, I took the message and I moved forward with it. And that doesn't mean that it was easy to do by any means. So I wanted to kind of just give you some things within this situation of growth for me and of asking for these bigger steps or challenges and being asking the universe for this clarity and and show me this path and being given it and it not being what, what I wanted it to look like and how I manage to just start to sift through that and start to show up still because it can be really hard. And basically one of the big things I did is I took a break from social media. I didn't post for like a week, you know, and, and as a business owner and who builds my brand and who gets to connect with all of you all on social media, that was really hard because in the back of my mind, I'm thinking about like all the missed opportunities we might have by me not showing up on social media. But I knew if I showed up and the information I put out and tried to push out just to show like this happy face, even though I wasn't happy and I was sad and I was hurting and I was struggling at the time, wouldn't have done anyone any good. 
And I'm completely about social media being as authentic and transparent as you can be on it. But when I was in that state, like it didn't serve me and it didn't serve any of you all to show up and sh- and show you all of that sadness, you know, not that it's not real. It is real, <laughs> you know, going through it. And I know we all experience it, experience it. And at some point when I'm ready, I will share more of that on those platforms. But at that point I needed to protect my space and my feelings and my energy and what I was going through. And, you know, it was, it was really, really nice to take a week off and not show up, not put out content, not engage with other people, not always worrying, was there somebody I need to make sure I'm not missing and follow up on? Like it was really nice. And, and I use social media a lot for connecting with you all, but I still have other things that I follow. And, you know, it was really nice to take a break from the craziness of the world for a week because in my world that I have created and that I live in, for the most part, everything's okay. And it's a safe space and it's a loving space. And I think we all need to find that space from time to time. And there's no need to apologize for that on social media or any of that. It's just take it and take it what works and what it looks like for you. You know, I took like a full week off and then at that point, I was just dabbling in like, how do I come back or what is that going to look like? And I just decided to show up in a way that felt good and comfortable to me, even if that meant I didn't post every day or, or all these things. And so far, it's been working out. <laughs> but I think it can be challenging because I mean, social media is addictive. And we're I mean, it is I'm addicted to it. I'm sure most of you listening to this on some level are addicted to it. So breaking those habits and coming away from those like dopamine rushes is it was challenging, you know, and I just put my phone further away, you know, I took these things off of my phone to discourage me from being on them and such. So that one did wonders for me. And I really enjoyed that in this process that I needed it. Another thing I did is I got back into hobbies that I loved, but I haven't done in quite some time. So one of those things is I'm really, I used to be anyway, because I don't know if I can say I still am, uh, into riding. I have a road bike and like an undergrad, I started riding and I was really good and I loved it. And I spent so many miles and hours on the bike and and I don't think I've ridden for like five years. I had moved after chiropractic school to an island where like it wasn't safe to ride on the roads. And, you know, I had moved back and I had just kind of gotten out of it. And, and, um, but my bike sits in my living room and I look at her every day and I'm like, oh man, I, I know I need to get back out there. That freedom and that love and that joy that I feel when I'm on there is, is fantastic. And, um, I finally took time to do that. And today was the second day I've ridden in two weeks, I guess a week, two weeks. Anyhow, basically I'm back on the bike and it's it's been amazing. So to find something that brings you joy, whether it's something that used to and you for some reason gotten away from it and go back to it or find something new and really allow yourself to see that joy, to feel that joy, to understand that the, those things are still there and they're still accessible to you. The next one is gratitude, practicing gratitude, even when I didn't feel like practicing it. And even though I didn't show up on social media for a week, and if you follow me on social media, you know that I do gratitude daily, I was still doing it. And there is some days that I'm like, I don't fucking know what I'm grateful for other than like, well, I mean, I'm grateful that I'm alive still. Like I still want to be here, you know, that my heart's beating and I have some sort of purpose in those things. And I think sometimes during those times, like that your gratitude can be really really like 
oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like really just primal, like that you are alive, that your heart is beating, like whatever it is for you, still trying to find something to be grateful in and to practice that. I also really leaned on my friends and my family when whatever that looks like for you and people that I knew really could hold space for me and allow me to to just be. Maybe I'm really sad and I'm crying and I don't want to talk about it, but I don't want to be alone, you know, or maybe I do want to talk about feelings and emotions and help process them out. So I found and leaned on my friends and, you know, like asked for beach walks and asked for them to do things with me when I really needed it. I also cried a lot. I cried a lot during this time and I felt all the emotions and I think one asterisk and thing that I want to say about this is I, I did this sober. I had in January started this nutritional like healing that I was doing. And within that, like I changed how I was eating. I wasn't doing caffeine, no alcohol. So I'm still in that. So 90 days. So my 90 days is, I think today is my last day that I'm recording this actually, you know, and I don't know moving forward what that fully looks like in terms of reintegrating alcohol back into my life or caffeine or certain things like that and what that's going to look like. But I do know this has allowed me to open my eyes and a way that when I, I wasn't, I don't want to say, I don't drink to like numb myself, but like it does change your dynamics of your physiology and, and how you operate in life. And I haven't had that for 90 days, which means I remember memories from my childhood that I hadn't remembered in a long time, not always pleasant, but things I needed to process and move through. You know, I, and not just childhood, like undergrad, like all these things. So I've really been feeling those things and working through them and allowing them to come up. And there's been no escape from that. And part of this universe listening and shifting me in a way that I didn't want to be shifted was really feeling grief and processing that grief and just fucking sitting in the shit, man. Like hysterically crying where I'm like... How do I even have tears left? And how do I move through this? And when am I going to feel okay again? And um, I would love a drink right now because I just know that if I did, it would take the edge off a little bit. But I was committed and am committed. And I, like I said, radical self-love. Like, I want to heal some of this shit that's been there for years. That has been leading me to the, to, I feel like these roundabouts that I keep getting to. Like, I really, really committed this year to creating a different path. So I'm not back in those roundabouts. And if that means feeling it and all of it and its true essence to be able to process it, then I'm here for it. And I've been doing that in the last couple of weeks. And it's been, I think it's been really good. It's been really eye-opening. It's not comfortable at all. It's not comfortable. It's so fucking uncomfortable. But I just know that I'm in a clearer heart space to do this healing work and to move through this and the what is going to come next is going to be something I could never have imagined because I haven't ever been in this space before so there (laughs) if you're somebody and you're listening to this and you know you've been asking yourself or the universe or or whatever you believe in God and you've been asking for clarity or direction on a path and Maybe it's there and you're just not ready to accept it because it's not what you want it. But when you get to that acceptance part, know that 
I'm holding space for you in your journey. And that it might not feel good. It might, <laughs> there might be a lot of shit to sort through and that's okay. And that you can do it. You've done it thus far. You will continue and you can continue to do it. Until next time, ladies, go be fearless. This episode of the Fearless Women's Podcast has ended. If you love these messages, please share and give the podcast a five-star review. Until next time, you can find Dr. Madeline on Facebook and Instagram as the Fearless Women's Mentor.